This is Culture Communication and Brand Moments with Shelby Joe Long, the show that takes you around the world to share interviews with some of the most successful and relevant people on the planet, hear their stories, and get the most important business lessons they have learned on their road to success, and get exclusive advice on how to implement their success into your life and business. Culture Communication and Brand Moments is brought to you by the Strategic Advisor Board and your host, Shelby Joe Long. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast today. I'm Shelby Joe Long. I'm CEO of Rogue Publishing Partners, this amazing group of professionals that are together to help you publish your book independently. And today we're going to hear from the directors of Rogue Publishing Partners to talk about the process of publishing your book. Just to give you give you kind of a story as a background, I am publishing my book. My book is coming out in the next few weeks. And I was, in my own experience in publishing independently, I couldn't have done it without everybody in this room, first of all. But I also didn't know that there was such a stringent process to it. And there's, there's so many steps to go through and so many steps that I didn't even discover or realize and even in my background, I'm, I'm a professor, I am an academic, I've written in academia. It's a different process when you publish independently. And so the advice that we're going to get today and the direction that we're going to get today from the Rogue Publishing Partner Directors will help you think about the next time that you are going to publish a book and what it can do for your business. There's a lot of steps and it's really important to reach out to experts. So I'll turn the conversation over to director Chris O'Byrne to talk about the first topic. So I'm Chris O'Byrne. I am a director at Rogue Publishing Partners. I am also a director at the Strategic Advisor Board and owner and founder of Jet Launch Publishing. So what I want to talk about is the why, the why of why you will want a book. Two of the big reasons that often get talked about are one, a uh, like an authority legacy type book that is uh, a bigger book that doesn't necessarily have to be huge, but it talks about the importance of what you are doing. Uh, if it's your business, you're talking about your business, how that came about, or you're talking about a specific topic within your business. Um, you're, it's, it's something, and these are the bigger books that you often see people like Tony Robbins doing or somebody like that. They're meant to be used to establish your authority. They establish you as a thought leader, an influencer, and it leaves a legacy for you and your business. Even if you aren't writing it specifically for, say, your children, you're still sharing the legacy of what you've learned and experienced in your life. The other type of book uh, is a lead gen book. And again, these are just two different kinds of books, but these are the two most popular ones I see business people doing. And the lead gen book, that is also going to establish some authority. It's also going to leave a little bit of a legacy, but the reason you're doing it is you want to provide the value of your business to somebody. You started your business for a reason. And the lead gen book is your way of not only bringing in new leads 
new potential clients, customers for your business, but also to share with them what it is that you share with your existing customers. What are you doing with your existing clients that enriches them or transforms their life in some way? And so you're not just, hey, you know, come see my website and make a lot of money for me. That's not the point of the Legion. The Legion is is to establish your trust, to establish your, you know, your identity, who you are with people and share something that's going to be useful and valuable to them. And so that's the other type of book. There's the authority legacy type book, which is usually bigger. And then there's the Legion book, which is usually smaller uh, and, and takes less you know, work to create and uh, you know, get published. So want to leave it at that. Thank you, Chris. So important to think about purpose of your book and how you're going to use that book before you even begin writing it, because it just makes such a difference in, in how you're going to use it, because it is a part of your business, but it's also a way to tell your story. Speaking of telling stories, telling your story is really challenging. And it's, it's, it's hard just to reflect on that and to figure out what details to tell. But we have an expert on the Rogue Publishing Partners directors that is an expert in telling stories. So Scott, can you talk to us about telling your story and the connection for that in writing? Yep. So one of the biggest things just in business in general is people want to be part of a story. It's the whole concept between behind like uh, McDonald's's have it your way or Coke putting the names on the cans. All of a sudden you're a part of the story. Now you want to go buy those products because you feel connected, even though they're large disconnected corporations. By creating a book, people feel connected to you. They feel part of your story. And so you want to have your story as more of more than just like, I did this and then I went here and then I did this and then I got my degree because nobody wants to read that kind of thing. It's great to have that, like if you're a lawyer at the bottom of your about page, so you have all those credentials and people can see you know what you're talking about, but people want to know who you are and the story behind what you do. Uh, so whenever I do books for people or even just little bios uh, it takes multiple interviews going over the same topic again and again in order to bring that story out and find all those little details. Because if I asked you, tell me you know, about your childhood, and you might say, well, I was born in this place, and then I went to this school, and when I was nine, my brother hit me with the car and broke my leg type thing. But you, what happens is your brain starts filling in all these memory details that don't get spoken. And so the story, when you tell it, is much more elaborate than the receiving person gets from it. So if you write your own book, you have to go through multiple editors and multiple people reading it to tell you where things don't make sense because they make sense to you. Your brain fills in gaps that the rest of us don't see. And so when I interview somebody, we go through, so like say it's a memoir, it's going through their life, getting them up to this point. We go through everything from their earliest memories until wherever they want to stop. And then we go through and we're like, okay, here's one section. Here's one section. Here's one section. And then I go back through and, I'm, and I get all the details. Okay, this interview, this hour-long interview is only going to be about this memory of when you lived on Park Lane. 
and all the memories from that, then we'll have to go back again and I'll have to say, okay, now you had this apartment. Was it dirty? Was it dark? Was it stinky? How old was it? What was wrong with it? What did you like about it? And it gets all those feelings and those memories that I can then go in and create a story around it. So it's not just, we lived in this dumpy apartment and we had to scrounge around for food. Now it was, we lived in a apartment and I remember it smelled really stale that now as an adult, I know it was cigarettes and spilled beer on the carpet that made it have that smell. And so I can create that story where people can get drawn in and start feeling things rather than, okay, you lived in a crappy apartment. Now what? So the storytelling process is a lot more than a lot of people realize. If you're doing it on your own, you want to have feedback so people can tell you, okay, this there's it's there, but it needs something more powerful. Absolutely. It's so challenging to tap into that emotional side uh, and tell the story, but then it's even more challenging to have the words to put that together. So I think that's so many really important things to think about when you're writing your story. But it doesn't come across as clear as it could unless you have an excellent editor on your side. So I'm excited to hear from director Jennifer Jazz about the editing process and why that's so important. Jennifer. Yes. Hi. Uh, so I am a director at Rogue Publishing Partners and owner of Words with Jazz, and I edit nonfiction books and other business content, other materials. So I love it when a manuscript comes to me that has had um, a storytelling component added to, to the manuscript. Um, as an editor of nonfiction, I see such a broad range of work from just sort of sometimes dry, you know, nonfiction pieces to um, to really well-written pieces. And my job as a nonfiction editor is to make everything that comes to me as good as I as good as I can make it, um, depending on the level of editing that it needs and what the author is willing to to do if they're willing to put in the work, if they want to pay someone else to, to do the work, um, to really improve their, their writing. Um, of course, there's developmental editing, there's line editing, copy editing to wordsmith and make it accurate. And then there's a final proof. The final proof cannot be skipped in, in any project. There's always things to catch at the end and it's still not a perfect process, but um, yes. The the editing piece is not just the accuracy, but it's to make the author sound brilliant, to have their message come across as clear and compelling, um, to have it well organized, and to really engage with the readers through the writing. So that's that's what I love doing. I love helping authors create that kind of manuscript that they can be proud of, um, and that their name is on it, and they know it represents them really well. Absolutely, and I can speak to the fact you are one of my editors and has helped me discover things about my own book. That just all ties into what Scott and Chris were talking about, about the, you have to think about your audience and what's the purpose of it. But then when it gets to the editing phase, and that's really to think about how all those pieces fit together. To help all of those pieces fit together, I'm excited to hear from director Susie Schaefer, who is the publisher. Uh, well, I'll let her introduce herself, but she's a publisher and she can talk about the process of writing, why it's important to have that process. So Susie, go ahead. 
Uh, I, hi, I'm Susie Schaefer. I am the COO for Rogue Publishing Partners. I'm also on the Strategic Advisor Board website, and my business is Finish the Book Publishing. I am what's considered a book coach, so I take the author through the entire process um, from even creating their outline for their book and envisioning what that's going to do for their business and how it's going to fit in to a finished product, a book that's live online and that the author has copies in their hand and doing a bestseller campaign. So really a lot of what I do is, is in the stage after the editing gets finished. So after the author has worked with their, their um, editors and we have a finished manuscript, then it's time to do the pieces like design and look at the final the final book. So there's a couple elements that really speak to um, that the author's story. So we talked a lot about the story of, of it and how that comes across. Part of that is in your book design, because we want to make sure that the cover design is, um, it really emanates what the book is about, um, the personality of the author, and the personality of their business, especially when a nonfiction book, you've got to have all those components come together. Um, and then, of course, too, once we finish all the design work and we do final edits and all that, it's really, really important to make sure that you get a physical copy, also known as a um, physical proof of your book in each version and have it in your hands and be able to look at it. We had a great example of, of doing this when we were working on Shelby's book. Um, she got the physical copy and she went through it one more time. And, and I know that's probably one of the hardest things for authors is to say, I can't believe I have to look at this one more time, <laughs> but it works. Um, and it was interesting because Shelby read one of her chapters and she said, I feel like it's the, the content's all there, but it doesn't feel like it flows well. It doesn't feel like it's in the right order. Now, keep in mind, Shelby has seen this book multiple times. Her editors have seen this book multiple times. So it's really important that you do take a one more final look at it. And what happens is your brain actually works differently when you see your manuscript on a computer screen in a digital format then when you actually physically have it in your hands, your brain works differently. So you're going to pick up on things like typos, mistakes, a chapter that needs to be rearranged, but the content's still good. And so you have that opportunity to make those changes and revise the actual manuscript, the cover, whatever has to be changed before you go live. Um, and I know, I know for authors, this is like the really hard part, part because it's, it's like, it's like the racehorse at the gate, just rearing to go, but you really have to take the time to do that because it can make or break your book. Um, so that's part of the, the, um, process of doing the production and making sure that the final product is exactly what you want. You're right. Nothing is more aggravating than reading the same thing that I've written and read through and edited and seen in multiple forms than actually going through the book, but it really does make a difference. There's such an important piece of the process for that. And I have had the opportunity to learn so much about the process of publishing and the process of editing and the process of making a book come to life. And I'm excited to have it as a base. It's going to provide a lot of credibility to my business. I have, it's going to provide some authority within the space. I'm excited that, to have that as a piece of piece of my business. And it wouldn't have happened without the help from everybody as far as the vision and the editing and, and just the production of it. So it's been an incredible process to learn about writing a book. And I encourage you all to think about writing a book to enhance your business, to get your message out, to tell your story, and to think about what your message 
and what type of influence it can make in the communities that you want to speak with. So I encourage you all to think about writing. And when you do get to that point where you want to write a book, contact Rogue Publishing Partners. We have all of the solutions in the directors that you need, but we also have lots of partners that can help add in to marketing pieces and audiobooks. And we have book designers. We have all of this, all of these experts in one space to help provide you the best avenue forward into independently publishing your book. So thank you, Rogue Directors, for joining me today to talk about the importance of having a book in your business and the process of publishing, because it's not just a one-stop thing. It's a m- multiple interactions. And it's important to understand that as you begin to write a book. So we'll see you next time when the Rogue Publishing Partner Directors are here to talk about what a book can do for your business. See you next time. Thanks for listening to Culture, Communication, and Brand Moments with your host, Shelby Jill Long. Please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advisement on the planet. Follow us on social media for updates, and we will see you on the next episode.